This podcast is for professional voice teachers to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want. I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hello, hello, lovely voice teacher. Welcome back to another episode of the Voicepreneur Podcast. I am so delighted that you are here and happy summer. Okay, so I am recording this in June and it kind of dawned on me actually. I'm like, wait, is June technically the start of summer or is it May? I don't even know. I mean, I know it's like June 21st, June 22nd or 20th. That's usually solstice, right? But I feel like schools now are just getting out so much earlier every year I'm like wow school is already done oh my gosh it's like the middle of May so I don't know maybe I am bringing this episode a little late but I always thought June was kind of the start of summer so if that is when you are listening to this happy happy summer I hope that it is beautiful and that you are just enjoying the season change I know I sure am here in Colorado it is so beautiful here so since we are in the summer season this typically is a season that is both relieving and relaxing and rejuvenating for teachers, especially music teachers, but it can also be a little bit stressful if you are a private teacher because often what happens over the summer is students will take off, right? They'll go on vacation, they'll pop in here and there, and this can feel really destabilizing if you are relying on that income. I know I've been through this so many times, so many years where I'm just like, okay, buckle up, here we go, it's the summer, I guess I'm just gonna be poor. (laughs) But I hope that this episode will give you some ideas of how you can create a little bit more sustainability through this season of, let's just call it a, a dip season, right? It is a season where we are dipping typically in how many lessons we are teaching, how much money we are making across the board. It's not even just teaching. It's like choirs often will take the summer off and church gigs will often take the summer off. So just know that it is totally normal. It is totally normal for any business to have highs and lows. So it's okay. We don't need to beat ourselves up about this. When you look at it from a positive mindset, when you're looking for opportunities and invitations to grow and ways that you can make things better, and maybe even just looking at this summer as a time to relax and take a break because you don't want to teach so much, which hell yeah, kudos to to you, I am right there with you. <laughs> However you view this is up to you, right? We never want to look at these seasons negatively. We never want to look at our business as, oh, well, people just can't afford it or people just, they don't want to take lessons from me because they have other things that are more important in the summer. And when you have that attitude, which I gotta be honest with you, I see this attitude. I see it online. I am in the Facebook groups. I am watching people complain about this. When you have that attitude of complaining, 
it just makes it so much harder for the universe to give you what you actually want because you're creating so much resistance around it. Let's stay positive about this season and let's look at a few ways where we can combat this sort of low season, this dip, create a little bit more sustainability and plan for this for future summers. This is definitely something that we can plan for. So if you are listening to this and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can do this stuff this summer, that is totally okay. You can absolutely apply it for next summer. Always good to know this stuff, no matter where you're at. All right, so let's dive into this. I'm going to start by sharing my absolute favorite thing to do over the summer. This is my favorite way that I was able to create some sustainability and predictability over that summer season and allow for my students to go off and travel and take some time off. And that way is through packages. So you may already do something like this, and that's awesome. But if not, hear me out. This is a really cool way to get through the summer season, and you can really modify it however you want to. So let's say, for example, you treat the summer season as a three-month season. So it's June, July, and August, right? And through those three months, that is when you can create a quote-unquote package maybe a three-month package if you want to title it like that. And by the way, I'm not going to talk about titles at all. (laughs) I'm just talking about how the system actually works on the back end. You can title it however the heck you want to. So let's say you have a package and it's three months. Within this package, you can offer, let's say, six lessons or eight lessons or maybe even 10 lessons. And someone can choose between six, eight, and 10 which package they want to have over the course of those three months. In other words, they have to fulfill their package within that three-month time period. Then in September, they can go back to their regular monthly billing, however you like to do that. So that's what I love to do. I love to do the 6, 8, 10 packages. And what's even cooler about this is once a student signs up for, let's say, the 6 package one, and they've got three months to fulfill their 6 lessons, They can go onto my calendar and book those lessons however they want. They could do three in August and none in July and three in June, or they can do it every other week, or they can take like six weeks off and then do three lessons in one week or really however they want to do it. And that gives them that liberty of being able to travel and do their other summer obligations and be able to have voice lessons, but not necessarily on that steady week by week type of thing, right? So that is my personal favorite way to do this. I love packages. My students love packages. It's super easy. And what's actually really nice about this is that if you do decide to do that package where it starts in June, then you get a big load of cash that month of June. And it is awesome. It's awesome because it helps you create sustainability over the summer that is if you are good with managing your finances, and it doesn't have that, oh crap, it's June, I'm gonna lose all my money feeling. It's actually the opposite. You're gonna get a lot of money in June, it's just up to you to actually manage it, right? So that's the first way, our summer packages. And again, you can modify it however you want to. 
The second way that you can navigate this summer is actually just having a holding fee. And what you're doing is essentially saying, hey, you can travel the summer. I can travel the summer. We can do whatever we want over the summer, but you do need to pay to reserve a time for when you come back in the fall, right? So that's another great way that you can try out. The third way, and this is something I actually saw on Facebook. Somebody had put this as something that they were doing over the summer. And I thought, wow, that's a really cool idea is they basically said, look, we're just going to do a part-time commitment. So you can take six weeks off over the summer so long as you come for six lessons in the summer or whatever, right? Insert your own numbers here. <laughs> so you can decide what a part-time commitment is, and you can even reserve that specifically for the summer season, which actually leads me to my fourth way, is actually creating a whole calendar based off of seasons and semesters. So if you do that, you say, you know what? In the summer, that is its own season, its own semester, and therefore, I only am going to charge for a part-time commitment. And you just do that up front. That way, they are still paying you, it may not be exactly the amount that you're getting for the rest of the season, but you are preparing and reserving the summer season to be just that, right? You know that that's just kind of part of the semesterly plan. It's actually funny, now that I'm saying this, it reminds me a lot of what we do at daycare. So my son is in daycare right now, he's in the summer season, and she gives herself time off during that summer season so that she can go and do her summer vacations, right? She doesn't charge us for that. It's just part of what she's built into that season and that semester. So you could do something like that. And I actually combined ways three and four, just so we're clear about that. So number three was a part-time commitment, which you could include in number four, designating semesters and or seasons as part of your tuition, right? So I'm kind of giving you big overview ideas so that you can take these ideas and integrate them however you want to in your business structure. But hopefully this is getting some wheels turning so that you're not just thinking, oh God, it's summer. I have no plan and everyone's gone and I'm not getting paid and dang it. Oh, well, <laughs> I do not want you to feel like that. Having these systems in place is the way that you can combat that. And actually, that's going to lead me right into the fifth and final way that I would recommend creating some sustainability over the summer. And this one is to keep your students grandfathered in. Okay, let's talk about this for a second because this is actually a little bit about pricing. Don't we love talking about pricing? <laughs> All right, so... If you're staying grandfathered in, that essentially means that whatever price your students came in at, they are going to stay at no matter what. Even if you raise your rates, those students are going to stay grandfathered, quote unquote, grandfathered in, yeah? This is actually my personal favorite way of doing things. It's what I do as a voice teacher and as a marketing and business coach. And you can do this however you want to. I've seen some teachers and some businesses do it where you can stay grandfathered in for a certain time period and then you will get your rates raised or you can just stay grandfathered in, period. But let's talk about how this relates to the summer. So let's say that your students come in at, you know, whatever month they are, and it's not in the summer, like you've had them before. And as you're approaching the summer, those students are like, hey, yo, I'm gonna take time off. I'll see you in September. And you're like, okay, hold up. That's cool. You can do that. But 
you will come back in at my raised rate. Since you quote unquote quit or you canceled your membership, so to speak, (laughs) however you want to call it, you canceled your spot on my roster then when you come back, you're no longer going to be grandfathered in. You are going to actually be at the higher rate that I am going to administer over the summer. You could do something like that. If we're breaking this down even further, this means that yes, you absolutely can raise your rates. Um, We can have a whole episode about raising your rates, but I'm kind of one of those people that really doesn't have a set rule about when you should raise rates, you know, like you could actually do this grandfather method as many times as you want to. What I ended up doing in my studio is I was just constantly raising my rates, but I wouldn't tell my other students about it because they were already grandfathered in. So why bother telling them why make it complicated on them and just raise my rates for all incoming students, right? So if you do go that route, if you're like, Ooh, my ears are perking up hearing this and that interests you and you feel like you're at that point right now where you could and want to raise your rates, do it. Let me give you permission to do it. And maybe what you want to do as an option for your students who do want to take that time off, you can simply say to them, hey, if you want to stay at your same rate, which is much lower than what I'm actually raising it to everybody else, You just have to pay that throughout the summer so that you can stay grandfathered in. If you quit over the summer and you stop paying me, you have to come back in at my higher rate. That way, you leave it up to them. Always so nice when you leave it up to them and you give them those types of options. So hopefully, this is getting some ideas turning in your mind. Let's recap it one more time. So here are a few ways that you can kind of combat that low or that dip that we all experience in the summer season. Number one, you can create summer packages. How you would do this is you would just pick however many lessons. It could be six, it could be eight, it could be 10, it could be 12. Actually, 12 is, (laughs) I think at that point, that's just a weekly lesson. So I don't really know if that's necessarily a summer package, but you would basically pick a number of lessons that someone needs to commit to over the span of however many months you want throughout that summer, and they pay you up front for it. The second way is to simply reserve a holding fee for them so that they can pay that fee, take their time off, and then come back in the fall. The third way is to generate some sort of part-time commitment policy, and maybe that has to do with way number four, which is setting up some sort of semesterly or seasonal tuition. And then finally, the fifth way is to keep a grandfathered rate for your current students, raise your rates if you haven't done so recently already, and then tell them that they have the option to either stay at their grandfathered rate throughout the summer, whether they show up to lessons or not, or they can take a break over the summer, but they would come back in at the raised rate. So there you have it. I hope that this is helpful for you. And I am really, really curious if you end up doing one of these things inside of your own studio business. So please let me know. Here's a really easy way that you can do that. All you got to do is take a screenshot of this episode on your phone, upload it onto an Instagram story, and then tag me at The Voicepreneur and let me know which way either you're going to try out this summer 
or maybe you want to try it out for next summer. I'm so curious. Let me know which one you're going to do. And if you are interested in growing beyond private lessons, if you want to make sustainability in other creative ways that do not require you to sacrifice your time, you definitely want to go and check out the free training all about how to make passive income as a voice teacher. So go and check that out inside of the show notes. The links are all in there, including the link for the Voicepreneur program, which is now open. You can absolutely check out more details on that. And that is specifically for established voice teachers who want to break out of that one-on-one lesson model and grow beyond private lessons. If that's you, come and join us. It is a very special community and I can't wait to learn more about you and your teaching business. All right, my lovely friend, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your summer day, and I look forward to connecting with you over on the social media channels. Thank you so much as always for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode.